Where's my good notebook? Remember I took all those notes last time? No, you never take notes. It's a I lie. threw them Little out. and yeller. Sammy, I drew this picture of you. Does he wear a cape? If you start yeah, talking Yeah, a manta about ray. That's a cloak. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's just, it looks like a cape in your picture. I drew this of you. It says Gnome FX on your hat. Yeah, don't you still have a Gnome FX hat? You're holding a bottle that says 3X on it. You mean like Vin Diesel? And and you're slinging a rock, but it's really a D4 that has all ones on it. <laughs> I made you this. Bardic. Mystery. They're solving crimes, they're traveling in a party. They're writing songs, we don't have time, so come on, let's get started. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. And I'm Emily, I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She's a wood elf and a bard. She helps people, she's the singer of Antler Mayhem, and she usually fights with a specialized cello bow that shoots arrows. Hi, I'm Brayden. I'm playing Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy Stoneslinger is the gnomish drummer of Antler Mayhem. He's the best bard of the bunch. And Sammy is real good at swimming thanks to his cloak of the manta ray. But he's even better at jumping thanks to his ring of jumping. And his main weapon is his ancestral magical sling, which he uses very close to the enemies because slings have a really short range. So he always gets in on the fighting. Hi. I'm Grundledore. I sell lies as truth and truth is lies, but pooping my pants is my best disguise. The gang hurriedly rushes down a narrow corridor, surrounded by hanging wires and pipes, led by this mysterious rat man who saved them in the nick of time from the army of Grand Argetza. Master Splinter! Master Splinter! Where are we going? He says, hurry up, we need to get away from the entrance. The guards all know the entrance, so they're following us. But they will only follow us so far because, as you notice, because you're there, this corridor is very short. It's maybe five and a half feet tall at best, and it's very narrow. It's like a single-person corridor that you're running in line one by one. Do you want me to cover our trail with some alchemist fire? Did you ask this rat man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, that's like super destructive and it'll be like bad for all this infrastructure and stuff that's hanging around. Have you guys ever seen in Kowloon City? The what? Have you ever watched Bloodsport? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, one yeah. of my favorite movies ever. With Van Damme? Nope. All right, I'll describe it better for you. Imagine there was like decades of people building things on top of other things, but they couldn't undo things. So everything's just there. So all of your like wiring and plumbing is just like in the road, but there's no road because you have houses on top of houses. So you're like walking on someone's roof next to someone else's house. With, like, the upstairs neighbor's plumbing running beside you. And there's just, like, electrical wires, like, hanging down trying to, like, grab your neck. But, like, what you're walking on is, like, a piece of plywood between two roofs of two houses. That's what's happening right now? I thought we were underground. Well, that's what Kowloon City's like. And you're in a place similar to it. But underground. (laughs) There's no sunlight. There's no sunlight in Kowloon City. It's just, like, shit, water, sewage, and, like, planks we're walking across. To not be in it, right? Kowloon City is surrounded by Hong Kong, which when it was controlled by Great Britain, Great Britain had no jurisdiction over Kowloon City. 
because Kowloon City belongs to China and China couldn't get to Kowloon City to have any sort of order of any kind. So there was no sort of like government that controlled how people built things, but it was like full of people. It was notorious for being full of like organized crime because uh, if you were doing crime in Hong Kong and you could escape to Kowloon City, the police wouldn't go in there because it was like ruled by the crime lords or whatever. That's kind of fantasy, but kind of reality. It gets exaggerated to some degree. Yeah. And the Crips weren't able to get a standing there, but the Bloods did. And that's why it's called, the movie's called Bloods Port. Yeah. Because it's where the Bloods owned all the ports. Or the one port. When they filmed Bloodsport, the camera crew was like, we're going to go into Kowloon City. And the police were like, we're not going in there. Good luck. Huh. They paid the Bloods. That's why they had to put their name in the title. They also, this is all true except for everything that Brayden's saying. Yeah, yeah. It was extremely difficult to discern any sort of like guess on how many people actually lived there. Because there were no like records of anything. That's all that's important about Kowloon City. So this is similar to... Then when China got Hong yeah, Kong back... Yeah, I feel as though we might be a little bit off topic. When China got Hong Kong back from Great Britain, they were like, all right, we're tearing this down, everyone get out. Is it gone? Yeah, it's gone. There's a park there that's dedicated to like the memory of Kowloon City. At the time that they filmed Bloodsport, it was still there. Yeah. That was in like 87. It's probably like 96. Speaking of Van Damme... Wait, did they film Kung Fu Hustle in some of it? You ever see that? Oh, I've seen it, but I I have no idea about that. I don't think I don't so. think they filmed any of it there. It Some of it is them. like that really stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of habitat. Has those like weird alleys. That's because they had to tear it down after they made blood sport there. Like everybody wanted to be yeah, everyone wanted to go get everybody, involved everybody in the organized wanted crime. To be part of that that life. And all the Westerners started flocking to Kowloon City. And next thing you know, it was destroyed by the white gentrification from the West. It was actually destroyed by the Chinese government because it was like a cesspool of crime. Is it spelled Calhoun? Like Flo Calhoun? Kowloon, uh, I think it's K-O-W-L-O-O-N or something. Oh, okay. Kowloon. Yeah, it's on a, the bay. There's like Kowloon Bay, right? Yeah, there's a port on the bay. That's why it's called Blood's Port. Right on. So... We're following this rat dude. All right, so you're running down this narrow oh, wait. Court. How tall is he? He's like four feet. Good height. One inch. Real, pretty tall. Yo, which turtle are you? Uh, Mikey, he's the party dude. What, which, which ninja turtle are you? The purple one. Okay, I'll be Donnie. I'll be Raphael, because he acts like he has shit his pants all the time anyway. He's a little <laughs> fucking shithead. Why are you whispering so quiet? I don't know. Raphael's a little, little shithead, but I'm going to be him. Raphael's the best when he talks. He's badass, though. He's badass. Remember when he, he had the black mad. suit in the comics? Oh, yeah. And he goes fighting Casey Jones. Okay, but what kind of clothing is he wearing? Oh, he has like a red bandana on his head that like his little ears can poke out of. Oh, my God. Blood's port. I get it. And he's got like a leather jacket on. Is he wearing shoes? No. Does he have those wooden sandals like Hayachi? No. Is he barefoot? Yes. I was just making sure he wasn't Does running he around in socks. Take care of his toes. He claws. is wearing pants. Are they jeans? Has he had a pedicure lately? But he has a tail coming out of his pants. He has a tail coming out of his ass. That's actually, did you know tails don't come out of your ass? Mine does. A couple times a day and falls on the ground. <laughs> That's a prolapsed anus. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a turd. As you run along, he twists and turns left and right and down narrow ladders and into. Cat six cabinets. No. 
into no. small doorways into cranny. Uh, so it's, if it's a nook, though, then you, it's a dead end. Oh, maybe a cranny. So my belly button's a nook. Sammy has no trouble keeping up. Flo and Grundledore, a little bit larger, packing up the corridor pretty bad. So, uh, tanking up. What the order are we in? Bad. Can I please not be right behind Grundledore's butt? She is. I don't know. Do you want to roll for order? Just a 20? Yes. The highest is the farthest from this rat man. Do we add anything? No. I got a one. I'm three. So I'm in front of Grundledore. So I got a one. You're so lucky. Sammy? One also. Sammy and Flo are in the corridor at the same place, and it's very uncomfortable. I'm behind them watching Go ahead, this. go ahead. Get off of go me. Go ahead. I let, I let Sammy go in front. At some point, the noisy bustle behind you dies down a little bit. You enter this little, like, 10 by 10 section. It's like a T, like a crossroads, kind of, in these two corridors. There's, like, a light that's flickering. There's some sort of dripping happening nearby. And the rat man says to you, I think we've escaped them. They have trouble getting around in the tunnels with all their howbirds and with their heavy mail and because they're tall. Thanks for coming to our rescue. What's your name? My name is Bart Mando. Bart Mando. Bart Mando. B-A-R-T hyphen M-A-N. D-E-A-U? No, D-O-U-G-H. That's Bartman Duff. That's Bart Mando. Wait, Shatman do? Bart, there's no hyphen in my name. Bart Mando. Wait, Fart Commando is your name? B-A-R-T-M-A-N-D-O. It's not like a coat rack. We know. Bart Mando. I knew that you guys weren't informed that they put out a warrant for Handler Mayhem after the fiasco with Taverna. What? That just happened like four minutes ago. In your time. You released the vampire before you played a show. We played a show? Uh, At the Wide Wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. How long was this uh, Lady Vampira? What's her name? Lady Vaya. Lady Vaya. How long was she out? How long was our show before we got ducked in here? It was only like three hours tops. The show was like three hours. Lady Vaya had been trapped in Taverna for hundreds of years. Eons. An elf's life. We weren't even convinced that she was real. We always heard the tales of the castle on the hill, and we didn't know if it was just something that they scared the kids with. The old wives. What's that called when you... An old wives' tale? But old wives' tales aren't for scaring kids. A boogeyman tale. Yeah, essentially. We call them the booger man. What are those called? Like local... You don't mean like an urban legend. Yes. No, but he's saying that it has something to do with teaching children. Oh, fable? Do we say wives' tales? Cautionary tale. What is a wives' tale? It's just a lie. Well, wives... Well, if your wife is a rat, it's her tale. A wives' tale is when you're like, uh, potato soup cures the flu. And you're like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, because it's chicken uh, That's an old wives' tale, maybe. What's a new wives' tale? They just are like, hey, vaccines, vaccines don't come, work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Bart, how can we help? No, he prefers to be called Bart Mando. Yeah, my name is Bart Mando. Oh, is it all one word? Yeah. Oh, cool. Sorry. Bart Mando. Yeah. Bart Mando. It's um, my mother's side of the family says Bart Mando and my dad's side of the family says Bart Mando. So it's either one's good with me. I've been called many things growing up. You know how it is. 
you just go to like some wedding, you see like the distant relatives, they all say your name differently and they're like, yeah, it's a family name. So I know how to pronounce it and I'm not listening to that side of the family. All right, cool, man. We'll see you later. And then we start to walk away slowly. Oh, dude, you're going to get lost down here in Undergetza. Undergetza? Without a guide. So why'd you help us? I feel like you were going to tell us that, but then you went off on some rant about your family. Oh, yeah. I get sidetracked a lot. Uh, I knew I had to save Antler Mayhem because you're the only hope for our city. Because our rock and roll is the only thing that brings joy? You see, the city disregards Undergetza. The seventh borough, as though it's a nothing, and they think little of us. And they're trying to downplay the importance of Undergetza, and they refuse to acknowledge the problems that we have, and they spend none of the budget on solving the problems that we have. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, but if you actually run this town, don't you? We don't run the town, we're just our people too, and we deserve respect. I thought for a second it was going to be like, we're going to suddenly find ourselves in the next John Wick movie. And they killed my dog. Really? Shit. No. no, Here we go. Is everybody down here a mutant? No. Are you a mutant? That's rude. No, I'm just a rat person. I'm asking because I know movies and films. Who's... Do you have any bad guys around who have a lot of blades on their clothes? and like, Yeah, like rhinoxodons or whatever. Yeah, the a blender. Blender? Does he have a helmet that, with blades on it? It's just a big glass bowl with blades that sh- shred his face Don't up. wear that. Oh. He's real into his gimmick. Are we going to get to fight him? No, he's dead because he turned the helmet on. They refuse to acknowledge the plague that's going on down here. We're losing citizens in droves, and the overworld doesn't even care about us. Alternatively, also, not alternatively, but in additionally, Undergetza is made of all of the rejects and the lost people that understand what it's like to be on the outside of the fringe of society. And I understand that Antler Mayhem has that, uh, like, feel. Yeah, that's why we write theme songs for the downtrodden, man. Yeah, and so we get you. Because we, in Undergetza, as a general role, obviously this isn't like sweeping. We love rock and roll. Yeah, who doesn't, though? That doesn't set I'll you I'll tell apart. you who doesn't. A large chunk of Grand Argetza. Well, looks like when we escape, we're going to burn this whole city down. Which is why it's important that we deal with the plague and we save the Rat King. Because... Wait, you're not the Rat King. No. The Rat King is the... Pile of rats with their tails all stuck together? No, the undergets a councilman. The rat king. Our representative in city council. And would be the deciding vote in the vote two days from now into whether or not rock and roll should be illegal. But he'll never make it to the vote if we can't solve the disease. Are you being serious right now? They're going to try to make it illegal? Yeah. How soundproof is it if we had a rock and roll show down here? How Would they hear it up there? Probably not. So why don't we just live down here and have rock and roll down here? I'm sorry, Flo. I didn't know you wanted to live in a totalitarian extremist society where you can't listen no, to rock no, and roll. No, she wants to live in the sewer beneath that totalitarian yeah, society. Right? I, that's for sure. <laughs> it would be one thing if they were going to make it mandatory to listen to rock and roll, but they're going to do the, the opposite, which I find to be abhorrent. It's like trickle-down economics. 
I need an explanation on that analogy. When the, all the well-to-do people are done with this shit, it comes down to you. You know, you get what's left over their wealth. And it's like all yours to do as you please. I think this is more of a, uh, if you don't help me when they come after me, then they're, what's the phrase about when they finally come after you? Yeah, there'll be no one left. They're going to come. Why would they come into the sewers? They don't have to come in here. They're plaguing us to death. Oh. You think that they're doing it? Well, hear me out. I haven't been to Undergetza for a while. I was away. Where did you go? Maybe it's because you live in shit. It's not a sewer. It's just an under. We world. are in. I thought we were in a sewer here. There aren't sewers. Do you guys have plumbing, though? No. What's this on my feet? Wait. Kinda. Okay. This is like a viaduct. Where have I been shitting this whole time, then? In your pants. No, I've been just, like, going in the tubes. I thought we were in a sewer. Oh, that's bad. Did I leave a trail? That's the mail system. You son of a bitch. Don't anyone touch your postcards. Don't do it. Sorry, Patreons. How dry is the floor here? Like, kind of wet. It's, like, damp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a cave. It depends. Like, certain places. Remember, I said there's that drip going on in this specific crossroad. So we're in a catacombs. We're not in a sewer. It's like Kowloon City. Oh, from Bloodsport? Oh, we're just in a lower layer. Oh, I got you. It's like there was a city, and they built more city, but then they thought that the city on the bottom sucked, so they just covered it up. But then some people couldn't afford to live in those fancy-schmancy downtown Manhattan apartments. I mean, man gets a... I mean, Grand Argetza. I gotcha, I gotcha. I know we're still we're in now. Grand Argetza. This is just the yes, borough. The seventh How more, borough. How many more layers can we go down? There's a bunch of layers. Is Undergetza huge? It is. It's pretty huge. All right. It's not mega huge. It's not Grand Argetza. Huge city. But it's like Undergetza. Huge borough. But the problem is a lot of Undergetza is abandoned due to uh, like high death rates. And, From the plague. And people like evacuating. And using it as a sewer when it's not a sewer. But I'll tell you the secret. I don't think a lot of the people that quote unquote moved out, moved out as much as they got abducted and disappeared. You think they're still alive or are they abducted and eaten? What's the yeah. name of the guy who was trying to get us who's running for mayor he's like captain of the city guard mayor b-dan oh he is the mayor yeah 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 mayor b-dan tough on crime hey there groupies brayton here thanks for listening to our podcast we want to remind you you can go to our website it's bardicmysterytour.com and it will link you to our music or our patreon or anything else you want to see like sweet fan art i also want to say happy winter solstice to all our northern hemisphere friends and happy summer solstice to all of our southern hemisphere friends keep listening if you are a patron and you got some postcards recently, not telling you what to do, but maybe check out our social media. All right, back to the show. A small dwarf walks by, bald on the top, really thin gray hairs, but his skin is like this light gray color, and his eyes don't have irises in them, they're just white. What do you mean walks by? He walks, um... 
up one of the corridors and he goes, uh, hey guys, uh, can I get, can you, uh, I need to get through here. And then uh, Bart Mando's like, oh yeah. And he like backs into one of the corridors. I do my best to get out of his way, even though I'm definitely too big for this space. Yeah. It gives you a little like two finger salute. He's like, oh, thanks guys. And he continues on his way. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. When he looks like he's out of earshot, I whisper to Bart Mando, is he sick? Oh, no. Or just crazy. Is that what the plague looks like? No, that's just what Duragar looked like. He needs a tan. Oh. From that book. That's really insensitive of you guys. Are you, wait, uh, do you have the plague? Is that why you have pointy ears? Yeah. Wait, is that, See, a, that's is that a symptom? Wait, we all have pointy ears. No, the symptoms of the plague are like coughing up blood and having boils on your skin. Well, I was going to ask that, but then well, this, you didn't then he came tell through. us, and he had gray eyes. He had white eyes. Who knows? Does that help him see underground in the dark more? Yeah, they can see really far underground. Like how far? 60 feet. That's how far I can see. Oh, look at me. I'm a wood elf. Can you see in the dark? Yeah, a little bit. Nice. How far? Like 30 feet. There are like lights though in Undergeth. Oh, okay. What kind of dwarf is he? But like the lighting is very like mix matchy. Maybe there's like a, some little glowing gem hanging in like this. What's that called when you... Weave uh, like hemp rope and then tie Lice. it off. Lanyard. And you hang like a potted plant. Macrame. Yeah. And then. Uh, that's what macrame is. Yeah, I thought macrame was when you took like newspaper. I thought and, you, like, you glued macaroni noodles onto a tube and then you turned it upside down to make a poor man's rain stick. Yeah. It's called a macarine stick. I, macarine. Thought, that's what I the thought it was a dance. From. Yeah. That's yeah. all I. Okay. All right. So you said that this plague. Can you tell us what the symptoms are like and like how fast yeah, it get gets boils in your butt cheeks? It's kind of slow onset and you can live with it for like a while. Like without realizing you have it. And so then you can infect others or no, like you, you realize develop, you have it. You slowly develop a cough, which will eventually like shred your lungs and turns into a hernia. Yeah. Your gooch splits open from coughing so hard and your intestines push out into your small clothes. It doesn't seem to be airborne contagious, which is weird, because like a lot of people have it. Does it seem like it could be caused by a spell, that someone's casting a spell on individuals one at a time, or, you know, progressively, so that it's... Like a curse or something? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. And have you tested your building materials for asbestos? I don't know what asbestos is. Okay. So probably not then. Does the paint on the walls taste good? I don't eat much of it. But... Have you eaten enough to know if it tastes good or not? No. Oh, okay. It's hard to tell. It's probably not paint. it then. The better the paint tastes, the worse it is for you. Anyway, I think we should continue down this way, but uh, we're not in such a rush anymore. I just wanted to introduce myself to you guys because I knew you were just following me. Wanted to get you caught up. We don't have to run. I know you guys are a little lost right now because we took a bunch of weird turns. Yeah, we're also a little worn out because we just tried to save the world from... The evil in Taverna. <laughs> and we failed. <laughs> yeah. Can we sleep at your place, maybe? Whoa, or somewhere? Is there like. forward. We can go to like the. All of hotel. us. Oh, there's a cool. All right. All right. He walks down another corridor and like down a ladder and then down another corridor. And you enter this larger. It's the largest space you've seen since you've been underground, but it's maybe like 12 by 20. By what? And yeah, this, but it like it opens up. It's like almost six feet tall here. Okay. 
you've been noticing as you've gone, you've seen like a bunch of doors and stuff that maybe you didn't, you felt like they were like closets or things, but you start seeing names and numbers on them and you realize at some point that they're probably domiciles. You've run into a number of people that um, all tend to be either these rat people or these dwarf people. Does it ever look like a dwarf and a rat had a baby? No. Not yet. Interesting. Are there any people who are like centaurs, but they're like rats on the bottom, like giant rats, and then a dwarf torso? I feel like it's not... I don't know why I feel like this, but I feel like you should say they're like a satyr, not like a centaur. No, I think rats have four legs. Are you saying it has four legs? Yeah, four rat legs. So it's just, instead of the rat head, it's a whole half a dwarf. Yes. Like a centaur. None of those. Okay. I think they should be king down here. I'm sorry. I'm ready to be serious. I'm just imagining like a human kind of shaved body where all the joints are replaced with those of a rat. So it's like a human body with the form factor of a rat body. You know, naked and hairless, joints bending like the wrong way, and the neck just like coming out, and your head is tilted completely straight forward, chin straight out, like so um, the maximum chin lift you can do. But that's just like the natural position of the head. <laughs> I can see it clear as day right now. It's really gross. Do they have tails or no? I didn't. I didn't imagine the tail. Oh God! Are the rat joints? I imagine the rat joints to be furry. Is that I imagine true? the tail to just look like vertebrae, like wrapped in skin, <laughs> like human vertebrae wrapped in like like shrink wrapped and like fucking beige shopping bags, blue fucking weird ass like veins and shit, part varicose, ugh, and weird ass hairs growing on the underside near the asshole. Gross as shit. Why the fuck are we in this place? What um are there is that, any of is that what's walking around down here? What I'm imagining? <laughs> I hope not. If we see it, we kill it. <laughs> we say we did it a favor. <laughs> um hey Barman Doe. What's up? Uh so you think the, the Rat King would want to have audience with us? Or should we should we try to rest up in the hotel first? Right, and... That's why I brought you to the uh town center here. What was the Rat um, King's name in Ninja Turtles? Rat King. The Rat King. No, he's in, he had another name, right? Also in no. the Nutcracker. Rat King. There are a few notable entrances to this square. What's it called again? Town, Town Square. Center. Can it just be called Downtown? Downtown. Uh, it's called, yeah, it's called Downtown. Yeah. Jeez, Ed. I got it. We need more down puns and under Not puns. Not Undertown. Downtown. Downtown. Are there any halflings in this society? Yeah, and there's halflings around. You don't see very many people. Are halflings usually underground kind of dwellings? Yeah, they live in the hill. Oh, they like the sun, but they like to live in the dirt, so it's weird. They live under the hill. All right, so we're in Dantan. And there's some D&D book with some sort of like underdark. Uh, underdark? <laughs> what kind of that's oh, that's like word a, is that? That's a totally that's normal a real, D&D. Yeah, I think, the, I think the underground place in Faerun is called the underdark. It's everything underground. So dwarves live in the underdark, but so do like drow. So, technically, if you have a basement, you got some underdark? No, the basement's no. still surface. It's still surface. Sub-basements, though. You're 100% surface. So, there are a few noteworthy doors in this town center, in downtown. In the center of one of the walls, there's the largest door you've seen so far. It's like a double door, but it's like it fits in like a door and a third size doorway. Wait, th- three doors. Down. Are they down? Yeah. 
a hallway or something. And it's decorated <laughs> with all these bones and the top of it has a bunch of rat skulls or like rat man skulls and stuff like that on top of it. Does it have a sign that tells us what it is? No. And then there is a door that has a sign next to it that says the undercarriage. It has a community message board with a bunch of flyers and stuff on it. There's a big one right on the front that says, Say no to CA-166. There's this frog man standing outside the front of it who has... Wait, does he look like a slotty? No, he looks more like a Grick, but... Is he, like, little and yellow and has a big arrow in his back? He's dead and his family's just crying around him. He's flat as a pancake. No, no, he's more, like, dwarven-shaped. He's, like, wide in stance. A dwarf toad. Yeah, but he's wearing this, like, leather vest that's got big, like, spike studs on his shoulders. He's got a big uh, nose ring in his big old froggy nose. Dark greenish in color, and he's got, like, a lighter yellowy tan kind of under throat color. Uh, since we're staring at him, we wave. He waves at you. I think the sexiest beard you can grow is one where you only grow from the under throat, and you shave everything off. You didn't get to see my face, but, uh... You don't need to if you got undergrowth. Does he recognize us? He's like, hey, uh... I point to my antler crown. He's like, you guys antler ma'am? Yeah, we're looking for, uh, underscrout street. Oh, yeah, it's uh, right here. This is, this cross street's underscrout. My name's Guck. Guck! Hi, Guck! Yuck. And I run the undercarriage. What's the undercarriage? Oh, it's a rock and roll venue. Oh, sweet. Trying Maybe... to keep it alive, but sometimes it's hard to get bands to come down into the undergetza. I slowly raise my hand. Yes, Flo. He looks at Sammy and Grundledor. We we can play a show here if you're looking for a band. And yeah, I, man. I also dance. Group huddle. Number one, Ed, is Dirk with us? No. Hey, guys. Yeah. How are we going to play a show if Dirk can't get our shit down here to play it? Oh. It's too bad I didn't level up. Let's ask Guck if he has a back line. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you do it. Hey, Guck. Yeah, what's up? Um, we we want to play a show at your venue if you're interested. Oh, sweet! That would be awesome. I don't think I've had a band that big play at the undercarriage before. Oh, we have one small problem. Oh, I whisper in Flo's ear. Thirteen hundred gold. Um, we don't have our instruments with us. They are with Dirk, our band manager, who oh. is not down here. I don't know where he is. I'm a little worried that he's not with us, but... That might be a problem. You don't have any instruments. Mayor Beaton probably picked them up. Well, we backline a little bit. We got, like, shells and cabinets. We don't... No, no, no breakables, no heads. Yeah. You know, uh... Do you think that heads are breakables? No. That's why he listed them separately. Oh, like... Head. <laughs> like amplifier heads. Yeah. Uh, you said shells. Shells and cabs. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought you meant drum heads. Like, we have drum shells with no heads on them. You bring your own heads, duh. Oh, no. That's my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got drums with no breakables. Is there a music shop down here? Because they're all broken. No. Son of a... Is everything broken down here? No, just the breakables. But a lot of people are dead. Or gone. I was wondering more about your heart. (laughs) You know what's not breakable? These drumsticks I got, baby. Nice. He's like, uh, that's why you saw so many closed shops around. There's a bunch of, you see a bunch of boarded up places or like you've even passed a few like houses that the doors were just hanging open and there was just like a mess inside. Oh. Maybe we can play a show later after we get our instruments and get done 
with helping you guys down here. Yeah, we might also have Ooh. to get to a new venue, like a new town. Like usually we go from one town to the, I don't remember what the tour was like. Dirk doesn't tell us anything. He probably tells you, you probably just forget. You're taking his side? He's not even here. I Look, from what I've seen from traveling bands, the managers usually got it together. And the bands, they're all just trying to throw TVs and poles and like... Do things with fishes to groupies. Yeah. None of that's okay with me. All right, what's CA-166? Oh, that's the city action to... Uh, band rock and roll. Band rock and roll. What does CA stand for? City action. What? Really? It's crazy. What's 166 stand for? Uh, 166. It's the 166 city action that they've been trying to pass. I wonder how many of them they've successfully passed. Uh, I don't know. Have they tried 165 times and failed every time? Do we need to worry about this? They don't even all go to vote. No. That's what I mean. Do they just put one of these in a day and just see what happens? Not every city action is to end rock and roll. Like some of them are like to pay the dump truck drivers, build parks, buy new halberds for the guards instead of giving them a raise. All right. Stuff like that. Maybe we should go find Not a hotel. for the guards. They don't get to keep their halberds. Those belong to the city. All right, Guck, you seem like an okay guy, even though you trust Dirk too much. I mean, I've never met him, but maybe he's cool. He's pretty cool. With a name like Dirk. Everyone whose name ends with a K, yeah, usually a porn We're all star. on the same team. I look at the three of us and try to figure out if any of us fit that, and then I feel sad inside. Floke, Grundle Dork, <laughs> Grundle Dork. <laughs> oh. uh, we gotta get some glasses for Grundle Dork. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then you'll learn to read. Maybe this whole time, this whole time, I just that. couldn't see well. I just had astigmatism. Hey, uh. I think that we need to check into the hotel soon, but we'll come back and talk to you as soon as we find anything out. And you let us know if you find any heads or breakables. There's another door that has a sign above it that says the nest. What's this place look like? What's what's it look like they do here? Uh, it has like nightly rates and weekly rates posted outside. What about hourly Brothel. rates? No hourly rates. For those who just like to take a nap. We go in. When you walk in, there's a ding as the door hits a bell. What kind of doors are these? This rat. What? It's like a uh, wooden door. Regular full-size door? Full-size door. Well, four feet tall. Yeah, it's not full-size at all. This door might be five feet tall. I mean, if they want to waste, they can waste. It's a big grand entrance. It might be 36 inches wide, too. Wow. All right. I dock and I go in with him. Wait, I don't actually want to go in. I'm going to stand outside. And see if they go in and see if they can come back out. All right. Sammy goes in. All right. You go in the door. The bell rings as you open the door. And a rat lady behind the counter says, how's it going? Oh, hey, I'm Sammy Stoneslinger. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. My name is Aya and I run the nest here. Well, I am looking for a rumor. My name is spelled I-Y-A. I, uh. Oh, uh, I just wanted yeah. you to know in case everyone spells it wrong, because they always spell it E-Y-E-Y-A. I spelled it A-I-Y-A. See, that's how people spell it. Are you the owner, or are you um, just yep. work here? No, I own the place. Oh, cool. Is it possible, do you think, that my two friends and I can get some rooms? I don't know the cost or how many rooms you have available right now. So, we don't have a ton of rooms, but like uh, we're also empty right now, because no one wants to come down here. So we have like four rooms available. 
Yeah, can we get um well did you guys come in yet? No, I'm standing outside. In fact I opened the door back out and I'm like, hey guys, come in here. First come out here real quick. All the way. I stick my foot out. <laughs> then I stick my foot back in and I close the door. Then and you do, you the do ho- hokey pokey. <laughs> and then I stand beside the door so that I'm invisible. Let me try again. Unvis- wait. Around the Unvis- corner of the door. So you're under visible? And then I open the door a crack and then I make a middle finger and then I slide my hand slowly out and then back. And then I close the door. And I'm like, never mind. They don't want rooms, but I'd like a room. I come in. All right, sweet. They're 10 gold a day. All right, Flo, pay her. We're getting a room. How many beds? Three rooms. How many beds are in a room? How many beds are in a room? Like one big, big bed for like a family of nine. Yeah, three rooms. <laughs> Is that because you don't want to snuggle with Grundledor? Because I'm just going to sit on the floor I don't anyway. want anything. Oh, all right. Two rooms. Grundledor is definitely going to shit the bed. It's a big bed, though. I was just saying, no, if I just sleep on my side with my ass tilted on the edge of the bed toward the wall, if I shat, it'll go away from the bed so everybody's good. Just give me the outside edge. Okay. We'd like one and room. If you see me rolling over and facing the other direction in the middle of the night, just roll me over so, you know, my ass is facing the wall again. And an extra set of sheets. And an extra bedpan, please. Or just a big sponge. She gets you an extra set of sheets and a bedpan and a sponge. Hands you a room key that has the number 609 on it. Who's giving me the sponge bath? You are. I pay her. And I tip her an extra five gold. No, thanks. Yeah, you're good. You're, it's not enough for later, but... Hey, where did uh, Bart Mando go? He's just outside now. Talking to Guck. Is there a window in this room? No. I want to go back outside and be like, hey, Bart Mando. Yeah, what's up, Sammy? I feel like we just kind of walked away from you while you were talking to us, and that was probably rude. Yeah, I was going to catch up with Guck a little bit. Okay, so if we just hang out in the nest for the night, what time of day is it? It's like night. We just played it's like a show. like night, yeah, you just played a show. We're just going to stay in the nest overnight, but you want to come meet us in the morning? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll see the Rat King. Before we go to bed, is there any place down here where you like could buy a shield, maybe? Yeah, maybe the armor. Is that far from here? Uh, he's actually, uh, I think he's right out here in the square. Is he open at this time of night? That's probably why he's in the square instead of in his shop. He's like hanging out. People hang out in the square, so... There were a bunch of people that were like in the square, just like sitting in the corner, like looking either sick or bored or like super impoverished. Some kids running around with like a ball that they were kicking that was like half flat. Maybe we check them out at a shop tomorrow morning before we get into the uh, throne room with the Rat King. Is that ball like damaged? No. Why is it half flat? It just needs to be pumped up. Then it'll pump. If I cast mending on it, would that fix it? Probably. All right, I go over to find those kids. And I'm like, hey guys, you want me to fix your ball? Sure. And I cast bending on it. If it's just a tiny tear from misuse or regular bear, I can fix it good as new. So your dad'll be proud of you. That's awesome. Thanks, miss. Yeah, no problem. Then they sound like they're having five times as much fun. And then two more kids that weren't playing with them before come over and like, the ball's fixed, and they start playing with them too. And then the entire hall is filled with child's laughter. Oh, God, this is awful. We need to get out of here. Are you going to go get a shield tomorrow or tonight? Yeah, I thought we'd go to bed. All right. And then, oh, should we eat first? Is there food in the nest? Can we just say we got some food somewhere? 
They serve food at the nest. Yeah, let's eat some food and talk to Aya. Chicken on a stick. All right, I'm down. Are you talking to Aya? Yeah, we should talk to Aya and see if she knows anything about this plague. Like, while we're eating, if okay. she's hanging out with us, why not? Yeah, go nuts. Hey, Aya. Hey, what's up? What do you know about this plague that's going around? It's pretty bad. Do you know when it started? Like a couple weeks ago, I think. Did anything else happen that was strange around that time? Did anyone go missing? People have been going missing. I mean, so hear me out. People go missing, right? That's a thing that's real. But like, it seems like since the plague started, more people have gone missing. But it's hard to tell because also, I know for a fact that some people have moved out of You don't go missing if you die from a plague. Right. You like find their body. Yeah. So like generally when you like move out of a town, you take your stuff with you. Right. But some people just like left. If this is like the kind of plague I'm thinking about, they probably find most of the bodies on the toilet, right? You just succumb when you're... Yeah. Well, that makes Your life force is empty. Is there somebody who is investigating this? Like some sort of police? No, the police of Grand Argetza refuse to acknowledge this plague. They're like, whatever, you guys are just like, some of you are sick, like, shut up. It's not a big deal. They think that uh, they think we you think live that in someone's the causing it. Wait, you think someone's causing it? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how. How long does it take from the time you start getting sick until the time that you disappear? You don't disappear from the plague. You die. Do you, are you guaranteed to die from it? It's pretty bad, but it's got a long onset. Like a week? couple of weeks ago is when you said you started noticing people getting sick. Have people died already? Yeah, people, some people were dying already of the plague. And then also there's this problem where people are disappearing that seems related, but isn't necessarily related to getting sick. It just happened around the same time, you think? Yeah. Okay. But see, like they're saying that they're not disappearing, that they're moving because they don't want to be sick or be... In the slums. Right. But also the plague affects your mind. Like you get like when you start. So the cough is very apparent. But like it also seems like people get like cognitively slower. I can't afford to get any slower. So I better find me a face mask. Yeah, you do still have this dark cloud around your memory. And you still don't remember too much of what you have done ever before. And Sammy's got a little bit of confusion in his brain, a little bit still, from uh, Taverna. If he goes to sleep, will he wake up fine? I don't know. Maybe if we ever go to sleep, we'll right. <laughs> Maybe he'll die in his sleep. This food is delicious. Thank you. Thanks. My family recipe. Chicken. And you cook it. On a stick. All right. We'll catch you in the morning. Thanks for all the information. Absolutely. Thanks for visiting under Getza. We have souvenirs. I, I go, Do you have I go to room 609. <laughs> this is an awkward conversation. Yeah, we sell postcards. Oh, good. I'll be back. Just get them now. You know yeah, don't I mean? worry about it later. You oh, forget. Okay. okay. I go in the postcard. This place may be top. destroyed in 20 Are there some, 20 some nice ones? It's just at like the check-in of oh. the hotel. There's like, what do you call the thing that spins around? Like yeah, the yeah. Turnstile. Lazy Turn- Susan. Yeah, one of those things that has like uh, key rings and pins and stuff on it. It's just like a little stand that has like... Couple postcards in it. Okay, I grab one. One? Uh, uh, one kind. I okay. grab a bunch of one kind. Okay. Oh, they're, they're cheap. It's like a copper for like 20. I'd do that. I'd give that to her. Thanks. Bye. Good night. Good night. Have a nice night. You guys sleeping for the night? Yes. Yeah, uh, I'll let's do, do first watch yeah. and then no watch. Yeah, you, no, you do first watch and then wake up Grungo. 
and he'll do second watch, and then he'll wake me up. I'll do third watch. I do first watch. Anything happening? Nothing happens. Can Antler Mayhem save the town from this plague? Or will Undergetza be wiped out? Who is trying to kill off the citizens of the underground borough? And will rock and roll be banned forever? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com bardic mystery tour is recorded at looking for group pittsburgh looking for group pittsburgh is a land center in the brookline neighborhood of pittsburgh pennsylvania if you're in the area stop by for games co-working or events find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com Hey there, super special, better-than-everybody-else fans who listen all the way to the end. Here's a secret song from a secret album that I made that's out on Bandcamp called Mr. Batson's First Christmas. It was recorded five years ago, and this is a song that Ed and I recorded together. Each song was recorded in one day, and the whole project took about a week to do. So you can see how far we've come in the past five years. Lay round about, keep the church band even Finally shone the moon that night Drove the cross was cruel When a poor man came inside Gathering with the few Peter paid his name by me If thou knows his telling Yonder peasant who is he Where and what is dwelling So he lays a goodly hand Underneath the mountain Right against the forest bed Flushing and dividing Bring me flush and bring me wine Bring me fine long tither Thou and I shall see Take them on a foot they went, but they went together To the wilderness of the land and the bitter weather Sigh, the night is darker now and the wind blows stronger Fill my heart, I know not how, I can go no longer But my foot's a broken page, and now it's them boldly Thou shalt find the winter's rage, freeze our brothers cold